When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Come on. Everyone ready? This is the SE Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Uh, Mississippi State wins. Some people were happy. Some people were not. I I think you should celebrate every win, uh, especially in the Southeastern Conference, and even more so in the SEC West. I do think that it's a uh, kind of a mm, example case study of what some of these teams are, even in total disarray and heavy, heavy attrition that Auburn still has athletes. I mean, I don't know how many people they rolled out on Saturday, but uh, they they knew, I mean, they have guys, you know, they uh, uh, let me make it simple. They have guys that can run, hit, and make some plays. Are they a good team? No. Are they one-dimensional on offense? Barely. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you make them look better on defense when you call 24 straight pass plays? I don't have to be a coach to know Yes. In this league, you can't let, you can't allow the rush-ins in this league, plus whoever else you're sending, linebackers, whatever, uh, you cannot allow them to pin their ears back on your offensive line over and over and over again. That's, That's not fair to your tackles or anybody else, or Will Rogers, to be honest. Uh, as brilliant as Mike Leach is, as good a coach as he is, uh, the impact that he's had on football, college and NFL, and down to high school, 24 straight passes is setting your team up to fail. And that's where I don't, as bright, brilliant, smart as Mike is, I don't understand that. He puts so much pressure on his offensive line and his quarterback um, during that sequence of, play calling and series that Auburn, you could tell even, even Auburn staff, you know, it, again, 
in disarray, whatever, was like, oh, okay. Well, we'll just we'll just pin them back and, and go. And, you know, so they got back in the ballgame. I, I, and granted, I understand that was sloppy play. Will, Will, Will Rogers has to protect the ball better. Will knows that. He's been, uh, you know, he didn't have two hands on the ball in the pocket. Uh, you can't get the, you know, strip bumble sack, whatever. And then the punting is for MSU, the special teams. You fumble there, then you shank a punt. So you put Arnett in that. That defense had worked Auburn. Only given up six points. Uh, Crumity had really, really let everybody know that he had come to play. And uh, Tyrus Weed, along with Crumity, were kind of doing what they wanted to do. and But eventually they wore down because you kept giving Auburn the ball. And uh, you could argue about the rotation on the MSU defensive side. Not sure why some guys are not getting more PT. But um, that, that, that unit had run out of gas you know, the last quarter of the game. But, it, hey, it here's something. It made for an exciting game. If you watched it or were there, I was there, and it was entertaining. Until the first Will Rogers fumble, Auburn's offense hadn't crossed their own 31-yard line. Woo! So, again, I, as I said, as you and I talked about yesterday when we were on the phone, it, <laughs> you know, Arnett may have some shortcomings, and I don't understand the inability or the unwillingness to adapt to how the offense changes because he continues to send A-gap pressure while he let the edges lose contain. And essentially, you knew their only play was Robbie Ashford running out to the side. Robbie Ashford Don't understand for that. the draw. So there's a or lot of things you can ask about, about Zach Arnett, but they were showing up, especially early in the game, to the point of Auburn wasn't going to score, period, if you don't I, hand them the ball I on your side right. of the field. I think It could have right. easily been 45 nothing if Auburn never starts with the ball on Mississippi but State territory. it was territory. almost like Leach... W- was wanting to, to like show his. I don't. I don't know what was going. It, it was like he wanted to self implode. I, I twenty four straight passes in this. You can get away with that at Washington State, Texas Tech. In the even with Auburn without the roster that they normally have, when you tell a defense with the athletes in this league and the Sun Belt, go get them, go get them. You your offensive line and Will Rogers cannot hold up and you had negative rushing yards um you know until the end of the game um obviously Will Rogers ripped off a 15 yard run that surprised you just I think as that was much the as it, longest run of the game if I'm not mistaken it Marks, was because Marks only had a 14 yarder okay I, was, I know he had a 12 too so, so Will so yeah, Rogers that was had it. the yeah. longest rush of the game yeah. for MSU Tank had the longest run of the game yeah. and then obviously Robbie Ashford had ripped off that that 20 yard run too I think it was very evident, and Mike Leach expressed his discontent with the players, of course, after the game. But I think it's very evident at this point in the season. Some of the antics, some of the things he says, some of what you see, Mike Leach is very clear. You just said something. You can get away with, you said you can get away with passing 24 straight times at Washington State or Texas Tech, but you can't in the SEC. Right. The problem is Mike Leach doesn't operate that way mentally. I think what Mike Leach is telling you with what he's shown you all through three years here at State is Mike Leach goes, I can get away with anything. Right. And that's your problem. That's the shortcoming. It's the the hard-headed coach. I'm not going to show any flexibility because I've already done it this way. And he is a – he'll be in the college football. Correct. Unless politics keep him out uh, because of who he hangs out with. But but he – 
he will be in the College Football Hall of Fame. Correct. And then his impact on offense is insane. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent. That's right. They'll take care of you and your family. And you want to protect your home and your car or cars with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Favorites.com. The Farm Bureau Insurance. Uh, we may take a call. If you're lucky. Farm Bureau Insurance call in line. Farm Bureau Insurance call in line. 601. 601- 707-3750. Hey, you know what I realized? We haven't been in studio since Wednesday. That's correct. I kind of went on a whirlwind tour, and we're going to have another one this week. But uh, I haven't been in studio, or we haven't been in studio since Wednesday. That's correct. It's good to be in here. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We love being over here. I had somebody walk up to me in Starkville who has been up here and said, Hey, I'm ready for another man cave invite. Oh. And I was like, done. Oh. Oh. We have Fertile Ground Oktoberfest on tap and Doseki on tap. Not for this time of day. That's right. Four o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. All right. Uh, out of bounds, 1059, the zone ESPN. Let me lay this out. We'll get back into uh, Mississippi State and Auburn. And by the way, congratulations to the players. They won. It felt good. Yeah. It was a physical ball game. Um, you know, you feel like, you know what, you won, it feels good, it was late in the evening, you know, you, you got to go get in the the ice bath and you're, you're, you're bruised up and all that. Um, and what a turn of emotions, because I think most of people who would say they are state fans or people who are cheering for Mississippi State, by the time you got late in the fourth quarter, all you felt like was the loss was here. Yeah. So to turn around and win, like we said, it's ugly, it's gross. But if you figure out a way to beat East Tennessee State and somehow an Ole Miss or something like that, none of this will matter. You'll just remember you beat Auburn in 2022. Yeah, That's all that'll matter. So yeah. it's a big win. I agree with Charlie. The 15-yard penalty um, on the kick return after going down 33-30, uh, he goes on to say, no way MSU gets a field goal without starting at midfield. That also, okay, well, along who- with Massimo Biscardi, that could have been the play of the game because I tend to agree with him. I don't think they would have moved it down in position to give themselves a shot to tie it, to take it into overtime, Blake. Yes. You know. Who who forced that play? Do you remember? The the best player you have on the field with the ball in their hands, Tulu Griffin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tulu Griffin has the kick return for a touchdown. He has the longest play of the game for State on that on that. Little Whatever. run, right. that little uh, like crossing route that he took, actually yards 57. after catch. Yeah, it, it you, he has the return at the end that sets up the the face mask. Like, get him the flipping ball. So he has three more games as a junior, and next year you're lucky if he has next year. First off, the way he's being used. Um, shots fired, out of bounds. ESPN one hundred five nine the zone. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. 
And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We had Salty Blake on Friday. I feel like it's coming coming <laughs> back on a Monday, and I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, I do agree with you that... You know this. This staff is determined that Ra Ra and Tulu have to play the same position at wide receiver. Shoot now, me. That's nonsense. Yeah, that's not how we I've do it. Biz, in business. You have to be silly putty and flexible and pivot. In COVID, I understand coming out of World War II in an industrial age, we put everybody in a box, and K through twelve still wants to put everybody in a box and somewhat higher ed. Terrible, terrible way to do it, right? Um, and, and you know we do that to our kids, and not good, but. Why Ra-Ra and Tulu have to play the same position and why Tulu can't play slot receiver is beyond me. I'm not a wide receivers coach. Uh, I have run routes, and I couldn't now because I don't think Mississippi Sports Medicine Orthopedic <laughs> Center wants me to. They'd be redoing your knee again. I think Dr. Kraft <laughs> would be like, let's not run routes. But I'm going to say that I have. All right, so here's the deal. That that is a head scratcher because Ra Ra and Tulu, and then you've got the 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 Mississippi State beat writers will tell you he's not consistent enough. Who is? Name me one player who has the ball in their hands who and is? can score. Who is? Who's more dynamic? That's, that's way. Too, and again, yeah. this happens on every SEC camp. That's that's people who are way too. That's why I'm glad we're here. We can do it a lot better covering Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Too close to it. Absolute garbage when you see that. That they're not, you know, they're not consistent enough. Yeah. All, all Even in the LSU and Bama game, guys didn't catch every pass. I watch guys drop passes in the NFL every Sunday. Right. Like, I'm sorry. It's, it's one of the hardest positions to play, to catch right. a ball like that. Let's switch gears. Alabama's not going to be in the college football playoff. Oh, my goodness. LSU with the monster win. Brian Kelly goes for it in overtime. LSU, Jaden Daniels, uh, just unbelievable performance by the LSU. And and Bama was awesome, too. It was was two heavyweights, what we live for, what the Big Ten doesn't give you, what the ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12 do not give you was that kind of game. And we've had several in the league this year. Uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State have had some hellacious games. Um, and we may have one in Oxford this weekend. Oh, we will. Uh, you know, you, you would think that uh, you know, Lane got embarrassed. I think he thought they had the team that could walk the dog, so to speak, and at least take it four quarters. And it was 35 to nothing before I even got to pour a blue moon. 
And so uh, can, can they do this thing? Anyway, Bama's not in. Clemson's out. What's going to happen here? Clemson's out, by the way, in like the most, I mean, getting skull dragged by Notre Dame, a Notre Dame team that's lost to Marshall and Stanford. It, yeah. Clemson is, is as Chris Doring, our friend said on SEC Nation, they're the big F word, fraudulent. Woo! Yeah. Clemson was fraudulent. Well, you remember two months ago when I said Clemson would be eight and four in the SEC and somehow it got into the Clemson uh, timeline and 9,000 of them replied to me. Have you watched their offense? They'd be lucky to be eight and four. Well, I think I think I need to reset that. Seven and five. If they were in the SEC West. If they played Mississippi State schedule. They'd be them. seven and five. Minimum. Because Mississippi State drew one of the toughest schedules in the country this year as they're going to host Georgia this weekend. Yep. Four of the top five recruiters. And yeah. Clemson has been able to just kind of stumble through wins. Yeah. And so I was wrong on Clemson. <laughs> Um, oh, you oversold, oversold I, well, them. Well, I did. I oversold them as an 8-4 yeah. and four program. And also, it's a good thing that Kentucky and South Carolina are in the SEC East. Yes. Look, I, South Car- watching South Carolina play Vanderbilt, which, I mean, you had to bet on that game, okay? I mean, yeah. good grief. I don't even think some of the parents watched the that game. The offensive coaching, horrendous. <laughs> yeah. And then Kentucky and Mizzou... I thought Mizzou got screwed on that spot. I mean, that, oh, and that how do you not forced sh- down? How do you not challenge? I don't understand. I didn't know, and, and they talked about that on SEC Final, too. I, I, I think they do such a great job, Dari and, and Ben Watson and, and uh, Takiya Spikes. Spikes and Chris Doring. I love them. those guys. They kill it. But how, where is it's like when Leach didn't challenge the Memphis thing on the special team. You're going, what game are you watching? What, what could you possibly have to do other than focus on that one play that swung the whole game? Like you got to challenge that spot if you're Missouri. But your point, Kentucky, South Carolina. I mean, they're weak teams. In yeah, the East. you know. Again, Kentucky, totally ordinary. South Carolina's average, yeah. and so, yet Mississippi State lost to Kentucky. I so know. there you go. Uh, thanks for reminding all of our listeners. <laughs> the Ag Up Equipment Text Line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. We want to hear from you on an armchair QB Monday. Your thoughts on whatever game you were watching, uh, Tennessee. Got embarrassed. Kudos to Kirby Smart in Georgia. Uh, he worked up one heck of a defensive game plan. And uh, I don't see how the Mississippi State receivers will get open if they couldn't against Kentucky and Alabama's um, DBs. Because when you get physical at the line of scrimmage, um, that's just not a recipe for success. But we'll see. That's a night game in Starkville as Mississippi State will host Georgia. All right. Let's go... Mike Leach was folding up chairs on the sideline and talking about <laughs> fish sandwiches and lemonade and hanging out under a tree after the game. I think Mike needs to actually do a mirror test for himself, 24 straight passes, setting up your team to fail one, why your special teams is sloppy, and really take a look at your coaching staff because I think it's pretty ordinary. Uh, this is Mike Leach after... A pretty good win in overtime, but should have been a 21-point W. I'll get in trouble for this, I'm certain. But where, where, you know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want <clears throat> to sit behind a, a, 
a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. And that's what we're shooting for way too often, I thought. You know, when can we relax, making judgments on place? And, um, <clears throat> well, and it definitely bit us pretty hard, and it certainly created uh, uh, um, some obstacles we had to fight through. And, um, well, it'd be a lot better if we'd meant to do that in the first place. I wish I could tell you we did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there are some people that are tired of Mike. Like, I think Mike needs to talk more about the coaching from himself and his. And Has his, he ever talked about the coaching in his 22 year history? What, two, two weeks ago at, after Kentucky? Yeah. He, he, he said, you know, we were outcoached and, and outclassed and, and whatnot. But, I, all right, what are your thoughts on that? <sighs> Who, who's responsible for bad play if it's consistent week in and week out? Coaching. I would have to agree with you. Are they under-talented at some positions? Yes. But who's responsible for that? Coaching. Okay. Because you're the recruiter. Too. This isn't the NFL where you have a front office. That's right. You are the talent well, acquirer. But, but, but they haven't embraced the new NFL model. Correct. At the college, Correct. At the college level. The only person they and got. And that's is, called the transfer yeah, portal. The only person they got in the portal is the guy who kicked three field goals with right. big cojones on the line. And that's, that's right. Massimo Biscardi. So, that's about so the only kudos guy. kudos to, to whoever did that. Yeah, it got I, you I a win. I want to give whoever did that. Got you one win. That's worth it. And kicking. That is huge. That's worth it. One win. Massimo Biscardi. The field goal kicker was the MVP of the game, along with the Auburn guy who committed the 15-yard penalty <laughs> yeah. to give MSU the ball on the 50-yard line so that they could move it in and kick yeah. the field goal. Yep. Um, you're not going to play Ra Ra Thomas and Tulu Griffin at the same time. That's just flat out, this is how we do it. This is how we've done it. Who are your three best pass catchers? Ducking, Thomas, and Griffin, right? Fair enough, but I'm definitely going with Ra Ra and Tulu. Yeah. Third, I think you could it's going to depend on who you are. And what you want to I do. I mean, some people would actually say Austin Williams. Ducking can go well, yeah, but some people say the earth's flat. I right. can't help that some people are stupid. Right. Yeah, ducking can go up and at least high point the ball, right? Yeah. I mean Thomas and Ducking have shown you they will high point the ball. I think Rufus Harvey could be great down the line. He's not there yet. Tulu but Griffin's you, you, your best you playmaker. Got, you've got too many of those. Here's something else. Too many projects? No, too many 5'9", 170 uh, yeah. guys. This yeah. is not Texas Tech in the Big 12. Correct. And Washington, again, the Pac-12 North is horrendous. It's awful. There's nobody up there that they, they don't have the DBs to man press you and all that. They don't have, they don't have the edge rushers to pin their ear backs, uh, ears back when you throw it 24 times. The bottom line is Ra Ra and Tulu should be playing all the time. Yeah. And together. Yeah. But they are determined. They've come up with this system to to tuck Tulu behind Ra Ra. Isn't that what we're seeing in, in Aggieland? It's the same stubbornness to say, I'm going to do it my way because my way is the right Joe way. Joe Moorhead did this. You know, when he beat Auburn in A&M, he told the staff, I don't want to win like that. They ran by running a power spread, yeah. zone read, Fitz, Colin yep. Hill deal. And then he was like, I'm not I'm <laughs> not going to tailor my offense to what we have. Yeah. I want them to be exactly like they were in year three at Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. 
What he's telling you is I don't I don't want to win. I want to be right. Okay. And that's Mike Lee. I think Mike Lee's just telling – and I, I want to be very clear because I know this is a lot. None of what I'm saying about Mike Leach and the indictment of what's going on means he was a bad hire. You still had to make a hire three years ago to get rid of Joe Moorhead, and I don't know who you would have hired who would help transition you into passing well, the way Mike Leach did. No, somebody asked on the Ag Up Equipment text line, Dan was basically saying, so Leach wasn't a good hire. No, no, no. Leach was outstanding because if you had Joe Judge or Troy Calhoun, you're worse. Or Jeff Monken, you're worse. You're three and nine, four and eight. You're worse. So Leach, because of who he is and what he can do, uh, has been able to lead you. You're going to win seven games. You won seven games last year. You're going to win seven games this year. You're going to lose to Georgia and all this, and you're going to be East Tennessee State, and and seven wins. With the talent that you have, quite frankly, that's who you are, Blake. That's who you are. Yeah. I mean, I know you could have won one more, but I could also argue... You could have lost one more. Exactly. You don't have a special talent on the roster to elevate you out of that window right now. Right. That's the difference. And without a mobile QB, and Will's done a wonderful job, but we all saw what Jaden Daniels... We all... People in the stadium. If Auburn doesn't have a mobile QB... Switch the two quarterbacks, and Auburn doesn't score a point. Yeah. Correct. End of discussion. Correct. So, the bottom line is mobi- Stetson Bennett Stetson Bennett had more running plays called for him than Tulu Griffin. Now, I don't understand why he can't run some jet sweeps and some other things with, with a player like that. And I know he's not great, but for who you are, he's he's good. Stetson Bennett had more running plays called for him on Saturday against Tennessee than Tulu Griffin. Yeah. Now, I want you to think about that. For our listeners, Stetson Bennett is the quarterback at Georgia. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We've got Tom Luganville. At 8.30, he'll join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Alabama is out of the college football playoff. Clemson's out. We'll see. Does this give Michigan a path, even if they lose to Ohio State in a close game in Columbus, Ohio, on Thanksgiving weekend? Or does Tennessee have a path? Or if TCU can win at Texas this weekend, but they still have to play Baylor, too. I don't know if they can get through unscathed. LSU, man. They're in the catbird seat for the West, but Ole Miss is hanging around. They host Bama this weekend. Tom Luganville at 830 on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. You're listening Out of Bounds. Good morning. Welcome in. Welcome in.